Welcome to Homework, the podcast by and for people who work from home. I am your host, Dave Kalo, and this is episode number 271, Systems with Kids. Hey, if you like the show, please support us on Patreon, where you'll have early access to each episode, bonus content, the opportunity to learn a lot, oh my goodness, to listen along live every week, plus lots more. That's at patreon.com slash homeworkpodcast. You can also join our Discord, where you can chat with like-minded homeworkers and more. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. Additionally, you can reach us by email at heyhomeworkpodcast at gmail.com. We read and respond to everyone. So now let's get started. How are you doing, Harry? I am doing great. How are you, Dave? I am doing so well. The weather today was stellar. Walking around in a yeah. t-shirt outside. It was it rained yesterday and this morning, and then by around noon, it finally got sunny out. And it was really beautiful today. Very, very nice. Uh, Jackie is over in Discord. Jackie, I assume the Great White North is still frigid cold. <laughs> That's it always is up there. Uh, my family, when we were young, my dad and I used to spend a couple weeks in Perth, Ontario fishing every year. And the summer was warm, but we were also told that summer was brief. Uh, yeah, she says 12 degrees Fahrenheit with the uh, with the windshield. That is crazy. That is short weather for Canada. There. <laughs> right. That's that's a beach day. Yep. Uh, Harry, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about systems with kids. Basically, how how we get our work done with youngsters running around the house. Oh boy, it's going to be fun because you have a young one and I have teenagers. Yes. So I think we'll have a a couple of good perspectives on how we can get things done with kids, as so many people are trying to do these days. But before we do that, let's talk about tools of the week. Did you want to go first or should I? I'd love to go first. Excellent. My tool of the week is, I don't know if it's pronounced Epic Cam or Epoch Cam, uh, but it is from Elgato. Elgato makes very nice software. Mm. And basically it turns your iPhone into a webcam. I've been playing with it for the last couple of weeks during the uh, week weekly review videos that I do on Sunday uh, for patrons. And I wanted an external camera that I could use for that to sort of be like a document camera. So I could show, you know, what's on my desk, my notebooks or my field notes or whatever else I want to sort of talk about for that week. And I didn't really want to, we have a DSLR here in the house, but it has this habit of shutting off after I think 20 minutes, if you're trying to stream with it. There is an adapter you can buy, but I didn't want to do all that. I figured, you know, I have my phone. Is it possible to turn this into a webcam? So I put the question into Twitter and a few people, actually several, came back with the same answer. Uh, Epic Cam from Elgato. So I installed it and boy, it is just terrific. So once you have it installed on your phone, you then have to install a driver on your computer and it walk, it really holds your hand through that whole process. And once you're up and running, it is recognized as a webcam by uh, OBS, by Microsoft Teams, by Zoom, by mm-hmm, and <laughs> more. It's really, really simple and easy. And you're up and running and you've got yourself a nice high quality camera, certainly better than the camera that's in my 2015 MacBook Pro that you can use for video streaming tutorials or whatever else you're doing. That's great. And I, I'm looking on the website. It's eight bucks. 
for the app. It it's is $8, eight for, for Ecamm Pro or Epic Cam Pro. And I mean, this is great because I, I have a, a 1080p webcam that I got for work. Yeah. So if I needed, if I wanted to do streaming, I could use that. But then, like you said, to have the, the iPhone act as a document um, camera, um, like an overhead camera or if for, you know, for doing B-roll or something like that, like mm -hmm. that's terrific. That's I'm re I'm I'm going to get this like this is fantastic. There's a free version, but honestly, I didn't even bother to figure out what the difference was because I figured for $8, I mean, $8 is way less than I was going right. to pay for the adapter that would, would work with the DSL. Um, so I said, why not? I'll just I'll throw 7 to 99 at you. So I've been testing it pretty thoroughly for the past two weeks, and it's very, very good and worth it. So if it's something you're looking for, definitely go and check it out. That's great. Yeah, I'm, de I'm definitely going to. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to look into uh, getting that. So I've been using my tool of the week. It's an uh, app that I heard about recently called TickTick. And it's, you know, if you've listened to the show, you you understand that, you know, anytime a new to-do app or email app comes out, I have to try it. And so this is a, a to-do <laughs> app. Um, and, you know, I, I've been giving it a, a go because um, the, the free version gives you quite a bit. Um, if you pay the $27.99 a year, um, for twenty seven dollars yeah. ninety nine cents a year, you can unlock premium themes. Um, it's on Mac and iOS. Um, I believe it's also on Apple Watch, Windows, and there's a web app. Oh, and it's on Android too. Um, so it's on everything, and it's really cool. So what they did is, if you if you you've bleh, if you've used things or OmniFocus, um, you know, it, it does a lot of that similar stuff. You can create tasks, you can tag them. Um, what I really like is there are smart lists built on tags. So for example, I have a tag for cabinet for when I write cabinet of curiosities. I have a tag for the study. Um, I have a tag for podcasting. And so I, if I tag it, it automatically filters them into those lists and I don't have to worry about moving them like I do in things. Um, it has, uh, every task you can, um, create a note inside that you can have, uh, markdown formatted, which is really nice and handy. Um, you can create lists mm -hmm. like, like to-do lists within tasks. So if you set up a task like, um, homework podcast, and then you can have, um, inside that separate subtasks of record show, edit show, do show notes, post to Patreon, like all of those can be, um, done within one task. And so you don't have to create separate ones for mm, each that's one. That's nice. Um, what I really like about it, it does recurring tasks, um, which things doesn't do. Um, it does. You can have lists like grocery lists and all sorts of lists. Um, but what's really cool is it has a built-in Pomodoro timer, and you can customize how long that goes for. So you can right-click on a task and select Focus and set the Pomodoro timer for 25 minutes or 15 minutes and work on that task. That's terrific. And it's really cool. And I, I've heard some people say, um, you know, it's like they're doing too much. Are they going to lose focus? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, the, the features they've implemented are both rudimentary enough where they don't feel like they get in the way and there's too, they're too fiddly. Um, but they're just featured enough to let you do what you need to do without wondering like, uh, or, or wishing, oh, I wish I could do this instead, or I wish it did this also. Right. Um, so there's, there are some weird quirks. So for example, <clears throat> I wrote, I'm, I'm writing a, a, an article and the word, um, I'm writing a story for cabinet and in it is the word demon. Um, and it, it picked up on mon in demon as Monday. And so it automatically scheduled the task due for next Monday. And I couldn't figure out how to get it to not do that. So if you typed salmon or, uh, you know, uh, something with wed in it, 
um, you know, wedding. You know, it, it might pick up WED as Wednesday and then make that due next Wednesday. So uh, there are some bugs that I think they're still working out. Um, but it's worth it's worth trying. I'm going to write a review for it for the study uh, as a my first review for the blog. But it's it's pretty cool and I'm enjoying it. Um, so yeah, that's Monday. D Monday, yeah. So yeah, it's so weird. I typed D E and then M O N, and then it picked up the M O N in pink and highlighted it as due next Monday. So I had to create the task and then manually go in and reschedule that for for another date because it was not due next Monday. So its heart was in the right place. It was trying to help you. It, it was it was trying F for effort. Uh, so, but yet it does all the stuff your your average. Um, you know, to-do list apps are, are going to do. You have the inbox and you can see your calendar. It does integrate with your calendar. So you can see um, if you pay for the the premium plan, you can see your appointments. Um, so it has a little bit of Fantastical built in there, sort of the opposite of Fantastical where they'll it'll pull in your reminders and you can see your task list. But it's a calendar mm-hmm. app. This is a to-do list that will pull in your calendar so you can see what's on your schedule. So oh, neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, so yeah, that's TickTick. Uh, that's at TickTick.com. Again, it's twenty seven ninety nine for the yearly plan, um, and it looks like they're they're constantly updating it and doing some cool stuff. So it's worth checking out. TickTick. Plus, it's just fun to say TickTick. It is TickTick, and it makes a nice little jingle when you check something off. <laughs> oh, see, no, that's that's nice. I like that. All right, shall we get into our main topic? We shall, because I think this is something that oh my gosh, just about everyone. Um, can relate to over the past 12 months at this point is working from home when there are kids. Now, previously, Harry, we've talked about working from home when there are other adults uh, in the house with you. And we said things like, you know, have a conversation with that person, be it a roommate or a spouse or whatever it is that, you know, when I'm at my desk or I'm in my designated work spot, I'm at work and just sort of try to respect that. And really that's probably going to be a five minute conversation and you're good. Um, That's a little different. Uh, when you have kids around, um, because, because, you know, that might not necessarily work, <laughs> uh, depending on, on the kid. And also your relationship with your kid is unique, right? So you feel this responsibility that you want to spend time with them and be available. And, um, it could be a whole, uh, hand basket of fun. So, yeah. um, I think we should just, just dive right in. Like we said at the intro, um, it's kind of. We have little two perspectives here, which is really great. Uh, your son is very young. Uh, mine are teenagers. Um, so, And I've been working at home since they were young. So um, we sort of have those both experiences that we can talk about today. So, And I'm sure that there are, are people out there with kids even younger and older uh, <laughs> and in greater or fewer numbers than we have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly quite a challenge. So... Um, I'm not sure to where to begin, Harry. This is such a large topic. It is a large topic. I'd say, you know, how did how did it start? So, so you said you you've been doing this since the kids were young. You know, how did yeah. it start for you? You know, were did you lay ground rules down? Did you um, did you put in like did you move into a separate office in the house? Like how how did it start for you? Yeah, so that's a good question. So it started for me back in uh, 2009 uh, when the the I was IT director at a residential school out here in massachusetts and it closed and we all lost our jobs right away and at the time i was one of the more active commenters at the unofficial apple web blog and fortunately um within just a few weeks of shutting down i was offered the a full-time job there and then i took it because a it sounded like a lot of fun and b i really needed a job (laughs) 
and this was remote work. They were based in New York City, but I was allowed to work from home. So we had this remote team. And it was like, I really feel like I was thrown in the deep end because not only was I working from home in 2009, well, that was really not as common as it is today. Um, and I was part of a remote team, which I had never done before. So we're dealing with you know time zones. And um, we even had people uh, in England who were a part of the crew because we were 24-hour news, right? Yeah. So exactly. it was it was kind of wacky. This is when their kids were very young. Um, like my, they had just been born. Basically, they were young, 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 and um, we were trying to save money on babysitting, um, which would have been I think nine hundred dollars a month or something like that. Man. So, so my wife and I just switched. Um, she I worked. She worked the seven a.m. to three p.m. shift, and I worked. I was working three p.m. I'm sorry, to eleven p.m. Um, just so we could always have someone here, and mm -hmm. it was a little nuts because the kids at that time were so young that I couldn't not pay attention to them. <laughs> you know, that would right. just been neglect at that point. So I would try to get everything done as best I can um, while she was here, just taking advantage of that. And when I was, I was sort of forced that when I wasn't at work, I can't work because I have two basically toddlers who were like two and three uh, running around the house. So I had to quickly come up with a schedule that was, you know, make use of every minute because these eight hours are all you have. And um, on the weekends, I'm absolutely not available. So it was sort of, it was sort of thrown in and start swimming. <laughs> so it's a little crazy. So it was a lot of conversations uh, with my wife about how we're going to schedule this. And when I'm working or when she's working or when she's, I'm sorry, when she's home, um, you know, she would do her best to have the kids. Now, luckily if I was working nights or the PM shift, I guess I should say they were in bed kind of early because they were very young at that time. So that was helped a lot. So I could do like the seven to 11 knowing they were out. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of, scheduling uh conversation with my wife tweaking schedules has mm -hmm. things changed because you know kids are reliably taking naps until they're not yeah and now they're up and now you have to rework that schedule again <laughs> there, there's this weird period of like i'd say from the time they're five until they're about 14 15 where they the idea of a nap is just not what they want to do uh it, it, no, is, it is anathema to them to them yeah and then they hit a certain age and then it's like, oh, I'm going to go take a nap. Like and, uh, we're, we're in the, we're in that middle period right now where like nap is, is a four letter word. So um, right. I, I feel your pain. <laughs> so um, I guess the, the one good thing was my kids, since my kids were so young, they were just used to dad works from home um, yeah. because it was just what they knew. And so they would just know, oh, I'm going to work now, kids. And they, knew by the time they were four or five, six and older that that means dad's unavailable. So, which is kind of odd for me because, you know, when I grew up, if my parents were working, they were at a different building. Mm -hmm. um, so my kids sort of grew up knowing that if I'm at my desk, I'm working and not to bother dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So how about you? Your son is younger and uh, you're sort of in that boat that I was in years ago now. Yeah. And I, I got to say for you, it was probably harder because, you know, right now everyone's working from home. And even I'd say in the last three or four years, the idea of working from home has not been so exotic or strange because um, people do it all the time. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But for 2009, you're talking two years after the iPhone, which means people are f- just starting to carry around smartphones on a regular basis and have mm-hmm. the internet in their hands all the time and be on online all the time. And so just the idea of like, I'm not going to work in an office is probably kind of strange. It definitely was kind of strange. Um, we would have, this was, this is, oh my gosh, we, we used IRC to communicate. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> and if you were, if you were in wow. work, you were in IRC. So it was sort of like, I guess, Slack today. If you're at, on duty, you're in Slack. And that was mm-hmm. sort of how you're in the office. And so that was just what I did. And when I logged out, then I was out. And um, there were nice things. Like if the kids were sick and had to come home from school, I can do it because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Or if they were sick and home for the day, I could take care of them because I'm here. I can always say, guys, I'm stepping away for 10 minutes and just go check on the kids. So that was really, really nice. Um, but when they want to play with me or they want to spend time with me and I have to say no because I'm working, right. then I feel you feel guilty about that. Like, oh, yeah. you know, Junior wants to play with me and I have to say no again and you feel really bad. That That is killer. Um, and and it's, it's bad. Like if I'm in a conference call and he comes in and he wants to talk and it's like, I'm sorry, buddy, I can't, I, I got to focus and I'm on camera. Um, and you know, depending on what, what app I'm using, if it's Microsoft teams or zoom or WebEx or whatever, they might be able to see him. They might not be able to see him. I don't know. Um, so it's, it's frust It's frustrating for him. It's frustrating for me. It's just like, it's not great all around. Um, you know, when I started doing this full time, um, I, so I started this new job several months ago and I started from working from home. So I never had been to the office before. They sent me my laptop. Um, and then they mm-hmm. gave me the ability to like outfit my home office with stuff. I have a home office upstairs. Um, but the problem was because he's doing remote learning in the living room or at the time we were actually in the, the dining room. Um, I needed to be nearby so I could hear what was going on. If he wasn't paying attention, if his teacher was calling for him, he has a habit of getting up and walking around and doing things. So yeah. I needed to be, to keep an ear out. So I moved into the, the, a room at the back of the house where I can see the backyard, but I can still hear what's going on in the living room. Um, and I've sort of built a secondary home office back here, um, mm-hmm. which is fine. And it's great. And I have a standing desk and I'm like moving around and, and that's fine. But you know, I don't have a door. I don't have privacy. Um, I'm sort of out here all the time. Um, so I, it's, it, it's weird in, in a different way than I think probably when you were starting, um, you know, it's, on the one hand, it's common now. Like it's it's just like this is our life now, and at the same time, yeah. it still feels very weird and and you know alien. Yeah, and here we all are because there were. I mean, now I'll think of the people who never had the desire to work from home, right? But you know, life made that decision for them, and now they've got to jump into it. And perhaps some of them aren't tech savvy, or some of them would really prefer to keep work at work and keep a home life at home life. I um, I used to work for a firm that refused to not refused but they they didn't have an official policy on working from home. You know, if your mm-hmm. boss let you and mine did, he was he was cool like that. If you know, if I had a doctor's appointment, if I had to be somewhere, um I could work from home that day cuz I I was I'm living in Jersey commuting into New York, so you know, to to duck out for a doctor's appointment was not a simple task. It was like an hour and a half train ride. Um Yeah. So right. I would stay home, I'd work from home, um, but they 
as a whole had no policy. They didn't have any technology in place for it. You know, if you had to to get into um, any of the systems at the office, you couldn't do it. Um, so it was really one of those things that were was like, if you absolutely have to, it's you can do it, but we're not sort of supporting you. And then, you know, at the drop of a hat, they had to change that. And suddenly everybody had to work from home. So it's, you know, the, those companies that didn't have that policy in place or didn't have the infrastructure in place were really um, struggling in the beginning. Yeah. And now you're sort of, like you said, just expected to come up with a solution <laughs> right away. Yeah. And, and you know, that's not necessarily I, easy. 10 years ago, we didn't have Slack. We didn't have, you know, all of these cloud services that, um, you know, you can access from anywhere, any device, um, any internet connection. Yeah. It was a lot of it was client based. It was behind a firewall or a VPN or something. Um, and it was, you know, you had to be in on the, the office network to do it. Um, and that's not the case anymore. And you can sort of do what you need to do from anywhere for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. So we've been doing this for a while, you and I, um, I have a few tips that I wanted to share with folks. If you're struggling with this, or if you think you're killing it, uh, you can still, I think, benefit from a couple mm -hmm. tips from people who've been doing it for a very, very long time. Um, the first tip I'm going to do is, okay. When my kids were very young, I would do, here's a better way to start this. Years ago, I was a Cub Scout leader. And so this is like groups with scouts who were young, six, seven, eight. And I don't know if you listener are familiar with six, seven and eight year olds, but they mm -hmm. are like pinballs who bounce off the wall. And so when we would have a meeting, the first five or 10 minutes, they would show up and parents want to pull you aside and talk about something or Johnny's late and we're waiting and the kids are like springs just bouncing everywhere. So I would start to have what I called a gathering activity. This is something that's sort of set up for them to do as soon as they walk in. And the kids would all sit down and start doing the little thing that sort of self-run. And that way, if a parent wanted to talk to me or whatever, I can do it and know the kids aren't going to scale the wall. So I took this into something with my kids back then that I would set up an activity for them to sort of discover like a little activity station. Of course, this is when they were younger than they <laughs> are now. Um, like a, a Play-Doh with a rolling pin and some cookie cutters, um, you know, some macaroni and string, uh, whatever is out there, just have sort of set up and they would go and find it. Now, I found that if I told them to do it, of course, they wouldn't do it. But if I just had it set up and let them discover it <laughs> on their own, that they would go and do it. So there were days where I know that I can't like, um, uh, uh, like when Apple's having a press conference and we had it just be, you know, a hundred miles an hour, I would have something set up for them to find and go and do. Yeah. So setting up a little activity, uh, for the kids, uh, was really, really helpful. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. I wish you could do that for D and D too. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's it, it's rough, and you know, uh, during during my day, I <clears throat> I peek in and I see what he's doing, and I you know I, I'll call his name. Hey, how's everything going? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And he gets breaks during the day, and so it'll be like you know, oh, it's snack time, and or it's it's potty break, or you know, whatever it is. Um, so you know, he's he. It's not like I'm ignoring him for the whole day, but it's um, you know, it I can't be on him the whole time and, and, you know, actively listening to what he's doing. But I, I do pick up things. I, I can hear the teacher on the iPad. We've made sure like he doesn't have headphones. He has to 
have the speakers on so we can all hear and um and yeah yeah it's just it's it's such a it's it's frustrating for him because he wants to go back to school and it's frustrating for me because i want him to go back to school (laughs) and Mm -hmm. you know i do i do miss the office and i do miss having that you know like that me time and and you know not worrying if i'm on a a conference call with our COO that someone's going to burst into the room screaming, I just went potty or something. So yeah. it's, it's, it's tricky um, to manage that. But I think, you know, keeping, keeping an active ear out and, and just like periodically checking in, t- reminding them like, Oh, I'm here. And if you need something, I'm, I'm here, you know, within reason. Um, so that they don't feel like they're being too neglected. It's, it is something I worry about. I, I do worry about, you know, am I taking him outside enough? Am I giving him enough hugs? Yeah, am I sure. spending enough time with him? Like it's, it's really rough. Cause you know, like you said, this is the work day I am at work. And if I was in an office, I wouldn't be here at all. So, you know, on the one hand, I, of course I'm giving him more time than he would normally have because I'm in the house, but at, at the same time, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm giving enough. Well, I, I hate to tell you, but that isn't something that gets better. <laughs> that doesn't oh, nice. go away. That's good. You know, <laughs> childhood is a window and it closes at 18. And every year it gets closer and closer and closer to being shut. Um, my son is 16 and my daughter will be 18 on Sunday. And once it's shut, it's shut. And like, they're not gone, but your relationship changes forever. So when that they're young, you think, oh boy, I wish I was on the floor playing with them. But now when they're teenagers, you think, my gosh, they're going to be leaving soon, like living somewhere else and the cat probably for the rest of their lives. And you want to make you want to hold on to those last few years and months as best you can. Yeah. So that guilt of I'm here working and I wish I was playing with the kids or conversely, I'm playing with the kids and boy, I should be working. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I could tell you, Harry, hashtag it gets better, but it does not. No, I, I know it doesn't. And, you know, what is it going to look like when they go back? Uh, you know, I'm, I, I think, are, are your kids in, in school right now or are they still remote only? No, my kids have not been in the building since last March. Same. Okay. Yeah. So we, we're in the same boat. So, you yeah. know, when they do go back, like, what is that going to be like? And, and unfortunately, like, mine's at the age where, like, he's building friendships and, you know, he's developing right. social skills and it's, it's such a, a, a bad situation for for a yeah, developing it child it's true all right um all right so the next tip that i wanted to give is setting your own expectations now when you're working at home with the kids you might not get done what you're used to getting done and it's best to let go of that really fast <laughs> if you haven't mm-hmm. done ready uh, working from home means you can probably only deliver one or two really big to do's for the day um, and that's an accomplishment but when you when you have many kids or young kids around. So celebrate getting that done and forgive yourself when it doesn't. Yeah, definitely. It's it's sort of like, you know, when a kid's born um, and they tell you when they sleep, you sleep. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things like when they're occupied, use that time. And I, I find that like right after his breaks, like they take brain breaks and they do a little dance or they watch a video or something, you know, during <laughs> those times and right after those times for like 10, 15 minutes, he's totally zoned in on that. And that's my time to really like hunker down and get work done or, you know, get a a cabinet story done a little bit or, you know, whatever it is that like, that's my focus time. And so, you know, set a Pomodoro timer for yourself, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, like straight through. Um, Cause you know, that, that break is going to end up coming at some point, whether you want it to or not. So use that when you can. 
Yeah. And I think going hand in hand with that is tip number three, uh, get your focus priorities done first. Yeah. Prioritize, prioritize your own workday and like make sure to get done anything that requires time and focus, like writing, you said, first, because there will be interruptions and it will take longer than it should. Um, then go give the kids some time and attention. Some tasks like replying to email or reading can be done while overseeing schoolwork or mm -hmm. making a ham sandwich. Uh, get everyone outside for a bit, even if it's just for five minutes and you're doing jumping jacks or being silly, whatever it is. So you get to know the patterns. Like, um, my luckily, my teenagers are in school. They're in school. I don't really have to hover as much as a yeah. young student. Who, they're they're old enough to, the to occupy themselves. Exactly. So when, well, but when they're younger, like you get to know the pattern, like if they're doing your brain break and then after that, you know, you got 20 good minutes of focus. Yeah. Maybe schedule your intensive work for that time. That way, you know, you can get it done. And again, don't kill yourself if you're not getting five huge projects done per day because we are in an unprecedented global crisis. So be kind to yourself. Yeah. And you know, if you're, if you're the kind of person who's more of a morning person, get up an hour before everybody else, make yourself a cup of coffee and knock out some emails, you know, before you have to get into your work day. Um, because you know, that, that stuff is going to eat up your time anyway. You're going to have meetings during the day. You're not going to get a chance to really do the work you need to do. Um, so use that morning time. It, it stinks, you know, that, that you have to do it that way and, and sort of eat into your personal time or your family time or whatever it is. But using that hour or two before everyone gets up for the day is probably the only time you're going to have to get through like the mundane admin -y kind of tasks, like checking your email, setting up meetings, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and who knows? Perhaps that becomes a really good habit for you in the future um, when things are sort of back to normal and you're used to getting up early and kicking a big to-do out the door right away. That's a pretty nice side effect from all this. Yeah, I mean, when I when I was commuting into the city, I was in, in New York by 6.30 and I would be at the office by 7, two hours, two and a half hours before anyone else got into the building. And so oh, I, so nice. it was great. I was like, that was my time to get that stuff done and, and knock out. And I would, I would sometimes um, use that time for personal projects. Uh, don't tell anyone, uh, but I would, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that was my time to like, to, to go through my email to my inbox and, and, um, prep documents or PowerPoints. And cause I knew as soon as nine 30 hit, my day was going to be meeting to meeting to meeting. So yeah, the, like that, unfortunately that, that is the, the nature of the business I'm in. So I sort of have to like grab opportunities to do actual work when I can. Now I've, I've sort of booked Fridays as no meeting day, which is a, like a, a team wide initiative we're, we're trying out right now. Um, mm -hmm. so we're, we're reducing our zoom meetings, um, cause we're all feeling the zoom fatigue. So like weekly meetings are now bi-weekly or monthly monthly meetings are now quarterly quarterly meetings are now like twice a year. So we're, we're sort of pushing things out so that we're not having, you know, a weekly catch up meeting and, Oh, what are you working on? Oh, the same stuff as last week. Like it's kind of silly. So, you know, we'll pop, we'll put in teams, um, and Microsoft Teams, here's what I'm working on for the week. And that's it. Like, that's the meeting. So we just knock it out in, in a text message instead. Um, and then nice. when the meetings do come around, we can use that time to actually talk about the real high-level work. Yeah, very, very nice. All right, uh, this next one, uh, tip number four, five. I'm not sure which one we're on. Um, you could, uh, We'll work for some, but not for others. But it's tap into family and friends for help as best you can. Now, 
we're not going to see grandma right now because we can't. But once you teach her how to set up a video call, um, what can she help supervise while you're busy? Like an art or a music class or a baking session or simply a fun chat with her stories or getting family or friends to right. help out can give you a breather. Yeah, hopefully, because we're I know my in-laws are vaccined. I just got my first dose today, so I'm very Ooh, excited. And my thank you, and my arm is killing me. Uh, so you know, I'm, I'm hoping at some point in the next couple of months we can start doing that. Where like right now, my wife is home in the morning, so she watches him while he's in school in the morning, and then she leaves around noon, and then I take over. And and by at that point, there's only like two hours left in the day anyway. So whatever, he can make it that far. Um, but, you know, hopefully my, my mother-in-law is retiring, my father-in-law is retired. Um, so, you know, maybe at some point they can come over and watch him or we can take them to their house and, and you know, I can go back and get my work done more peacefully. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the final tip I want to share is uh, be gentle with yourself and your kids. Um, they're not used to this either, as pretty much we've been saying here. Uh, like mine get that they still need attention, especially now that the world is so upside down. So aim for maybe 45 minutes of productivity and then a little time with them. Like you talked about Pomodoro, uh, which you and I are both uh, fans of, Harry. Just remember that there's no one right way to get through all of this. Um, I recently saw this tweet. You are not working from home. You are at home during a crisis trying to work. So yes. cut yourself a little slack. Yeah, you know, it's, again, you're, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. It, it, that's absolutely true. You're not working from home. You are, you're just trying to get by at this point. So, yeah. you know, do you're do the best great. you can. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. Harry and I are proud of you. <laughs> you're doing fabulous, darling. <laughs> uh, if you have any other tips or thoughts on working from home with kids, uh, please feel feel free to share that with us either via the email address from earlier um, in Discord or on Twitter. Yeah, you know, we um, one one thing we've done is we do a lot of they, they still do extracurriculars with the kids. So, you know, he does mm -hmm. it's called Mad Science a day or two a week. Um, they send over a box of kits and then each week they do a different kit. So it might be like uh, forensics and fingerprint um, stuff. And then they'll do another one that's, oh, that's fun. engineering and they build a little you know, a, a pulley system out of cups and, and straws and things. And so they're, they're, they're still doing the stuff they would have done in school. They're just doing it at home. And that's great because that, that occupies him for an hour or two um, a couple times a and week. And I bet, I bet he's excited when it arrives, right? Oh, he loves it, especially Friday, yeah. which is D&D &D day. You know, that's he's got a couple of hours where he can do his thing and then I can get my work done while he's doing that or, <laughs> or clean the house. And, you know, he's totally engaged. So yeah that's great if if they if any place offers anything like that you know remote um either the remote after school activities or maybe your local library is offering some sort of remote um thing like we did uh, mm -hmm. the liberty science center in jersey here um they did a mars presentation and they um were talking all about the rover that just landed there and it was a, it was on a saturday so it wasn't like a school day or anything but it was just something you know he was learning and he was um actively participating it was over zoom so kids were talking and asking questions and you know it was really cool and interactive and and you know see if there's that kind of stuff that's that's being offered and that might be able to sort of take them off your hands for a little bit so you can get some work done yeah that's fun well harry i think we've 
done a pretty good job with a very large topic. Uh, we can talk about this forever because we've both been doing it for a very, very long time. And yeah. Like we said, I know there are people who didn't choose this, but uh, they're trying to get through it as best they are. Yeah, it's 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 tough. And I, I think the, the biggest thing, and we've talked about this before, is just sort of laying boundaries, laying ground rules. You know, when when mom or dad is in this room between these hours, we're working. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you need something, that's fine. But it's not playtime. It's not, you know, goof around time. It's not scream at the top of your lungs time. You know, <laughs> bounce off the walls time. Yeah, it is. It is focus time. And, you know, you're in school. We're at work. And then, you know, we'll see each other at lunch. Um, I, I, I think there really needs to be that, that kind of, of, um, those boundaries in place. And that also goes for the actual physical workspace you're in. That means, you know, don't touch mom or your daddy's laptop. Um, it's not a toy, you know, the, the stuff in this area is mine and not yours. Like really lay down those, those rules. And if you have a, a mm-hmm. separate room, go there. <laughs> Yeah, go into it. <laughs> yeah, use it. If you can, you know, you might be in my situation where you're the only parent at home because the other parent is working outside of the house. And so you need to be able to hear or see, you know, what your child is doing, in, in which case you might not be able to do that. But if you are the kind of person who or if you are someone who, you know, either both parents are at home or you don't have, a, you know, a young, young kid like I do, um, you know, you can go into a separate office room or stay in your bedroom and, and sort of get your work done there in peace and quiet. Now, here in the chat, in the Discord chat, uh, Jackie mentioned housework. And that's something we should certainly talk about because we both work from home. And that means that the place where we do our work and relax and do things like laundry and dishes is all in the same building. Mm-hmm. How do you, I used to always try to separate the two. Like, I didn't want to take a break from work at my desk and go down the stairs and fold laundry or put dishes away. I, I sort of, I kind of like my home chores to be during home time. Does that make any sense? I So it just it makes does. me feel like I'm at home. Like I feel like I'm at home when I'm folding my kids' shirts or when I'm putting the dishes away. And if I'm doing like a task like that and I have to go back to the work work, so like, ugh, I want to stay here at home. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. And it's, it, it's funny, Jackie's saying, you know, my washing machine is my Pomodoro. I do the same thing, sort of. I, I put up laundry and I let it go because I, I don't have to worry about that. I, I do that in five minutes. It's in the, the, the washing machine and I can go do something else or I can go back to work and I'm still getting housework done. The folding of the laundry yeah. is a completely separate story. But I do I – do, um, I have to hand wash all the dishes. We don't have a dishwasher. So I do the dishes in the morning. I do the dishes in the afternoon. I do one at night, you know, all throughout the day. Let me tell you, they never tell you when you were a child, but adulthood is nothing but an endless sink full of dishes. That's all it is. It's dishes. It's dishes. Dish after dish after dish. 99% of being an adult is dishes, and the other 1% is telling people how tired you are. I was so proud of myself last weekend because I went, I I emptied the sink. There was nothing in the sink. I went up to the bedroom, and my wife had seven cups on the nightstand, and I damn near jumped out the window. I couldn't take it anymore. Like, that's, there's always a dirty dish to do. Um, And so I do it as I can. My teenagers eat in their rooms. And so every now and then they'll do this big clean out. And there's like a hundred bowls and thirty forks and mm-hmm. fifty glasses that just suddenly migrate downstairs into the sink. Yeah. Or my favorite is when I open the utensil drawer and there's not a fork. There is ne'er a fork or forkless. No. And and then your choice is: Do I figure out how to do this with the ladle, or do I need to wash a couple of things? Like that. That is. Do that just, is. Do I just get a sword and stab it? Yeah, I like I start looking in the fine the, the fine silver silverware like those serving forks that are that look like Triton's um, trident, 
you know, <laughs> with the, the big, big, really sideways yeah. pointy forks. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll use that instead. Like, I, right. I don't, I don't feel like washing a dish right now. So <laughs> I'll just get a pitchfork from the shed. Yeah, I whatever works. Cause yeah, everything disappears. And I'm. What's funny is I'm the one who cleans the dish. I'm the only one who washes the dishes. And no matter how many times I do it, the drawer is always empty. Yeah. My wife and I fantasize about this. Is here's what a real adult fantasy is. <laughs> There's always a fork in the drawer. There's always a clean glass you can get. The plates are where they're supposed to be. Oh, that that's living. There is that scene <laughs> in The Simpsons. Day. There is that scene in The Simpsons where Marge spends the entire morning cleaning the kitchen and it is pristine. And you see Bart and Lisa walk into it and the door swings open and you can see the clean kitchen. And then it swings back the other way as they're coming out. And it's a complete disaster again. And that is what I feel like every time I clean my kitchen. Like it is one door swing away to being a complete nightmare. Right. There's that moment of why am I even doing this? I, I, every day. Am I every a day masochist? I ask myself, yep. Why do I bother? What is the point of this? Um, Apparently, you know, I enjoy torturing myself. Yeah, that that has to be it. Um, and I, but this also goes to um, a conversation that I feel like spouses need to have with each other, uh, which is just because I am working from home or working at home does not mean that I am available to do all of these chores when you want me to do them. Um, you know, yeah. that mm -hmm. I have meetings, I have responsibilities that I'm being paid for. Um, not that I won't do them, but like you cannot give me a laundry list of a honeydew list and set and expect, you know, all of this done by the time you get home. I just I, I can't. I, I can't yeah, do everything. later. I absolutely will. Right. I, I can't between hours of this and this. I, I can't. I would, but I can't because yeah. I'm trying to pay the bills. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, the expectations need to be set on both sides, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my diatribe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's good. Uh, I'll, I'll bring the laundry downstairs. I'll wash it. I'll put it in the dryer. I'll bring it upstairs and I'll fold it. But I hate putting it in the drawers. Yeah. That it's that's the one step I don't want to do. I end up doing all of the laundry. I fold all of the laundry on the the futon. I line it up like this goes in the underwear drawer. This goes in the shirts, and then I just sort of take it upstairs in in batches, and I do it that way. And my sons, I I don't even bother. Like I fold it, but I don't bother organizing it in any meaningful. Like his pajama sets, no, it all goes in the drawer. You know, right. he wears mismatched pajamas actually, every night. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it's cute when they have the mismatched pajamas. On. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's got like shorts on, and then he's got a sweater on top of it. <laughs> okay, that works. Well, see, yours is small enough. My daughter's eighteen, essentially. And there are times when I'll pick up a pair of jeans or a shirt, and I don't know if it's my wife's or my daughter's. Yep. So I always make a mystery pile, and I say, ladies, that pile right there, I don't know whose is whose. So just go through it and pick out what's yours. Because there are at a time when I'd make a best guess, and then I would get, oh, dad, that's just not my shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> I make a mystery pile, and you can go through it and pick what belongs to you. Daughter should be doing her own laundry. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's so tall that they're like the same size now. So I I don't know whose is whose. Yeah, I mean at, at that point she I don't should know. be doing it would her fit own. Either of them, I don't know. Yeah, no. If I if I if my son was big enough to like shovel the driveway and do the laundry, I'd be making him do it. So. Oh yeah, well my son cuts the grass, and what because that was my job. And they do their laundry, but you know, well you'll see when they're teenagers how motivated they are. Yeah, I we oh, just ended up hiring see. a landscaper because I'm sitting on 0.75 acres and I'm just tired of mowing it. 
So I've got back issues and, and I keeping the, the ride on mower in any kind of running condition was always a nightmare. So I, we'd hired someone to come cut it twice a week or uh, to, every two weeks. We're way off topic now, but we're on operation. No more mow here at the house and we're eliminating as much grass as we can. I put so much shell down last year. Oh, nice. That I just whole areas that I don't, this is crazy. This, this will be my last tirade. Then we'll end. What's the single most grown single crop in the u.s corn grass oh okay why why do you need that why do you need a golf course in your yard you don't it's true i, I mean let, whatever you want just grow just grow whatever wants to grow it's the critters sort of the, love it the rabbits love it yeah it's it's a it's a capitalist thing you know to want a big lawn and 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 all of that you know my my parents live in arizona and their lawn is just like a a, a flat mound of dirt like that yeah. <laughs> it's it's just brown all the way and they've got like a nice stone walkway and stuff um and it's yeah it's grass. like, like jackie's saying it's it. too much water to to worry about and and to right. keep it and i don't even do that i don't i don't keep i don't water my lawn uh i let the rain do that and we have a river behind our house so you know whatever but I, it's just, it's a lot and keeping it looking nice. And there's always, you know, weeds or mushrooms or something growing in it. It's too much. I, I hate having a huge lawn. I don't mind the backyard. Like having a big backyard is nice um, to run around, especially right now because we can't go anywhere. But the lawn, I, I could do with a, a little strip of sidewalk and be done with it. Yeah, exactly. So we're in, join us in Operation No More Mow. It's really nice. All right, I, folks, we couldn't be more off topic. I think we beat we this tried. horse to death. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you do have a gold star. Please pin it on your chest. Uh, if you enjoy the work we do and you'd like to show your support, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash Hallmark Podcast. Each week, you'll find bonus content like fun episodes and interviews, worksheets, and you'll be able to listen as we record the show live every Thursday night, which we're doing right now. We would like to thank this week's Level 2 patrons, Chris Allen Jones, Jackie Hollywood Brown, and John Kivis. John, I got your name wrong. I'm sorry. I'm bad at that. And welcome, John, who's a brand new patron. You're welcome. You can also hang out with us over on Discord, which we're doing right now, and chat with like-minded homeworkers, ask questions, and exchange tips and tricks. You'll find the link to that in this episode's show notes, which you can found over at thehomeworkpodcast.com slash episodes slash 271. If you like the show, please leave us a review and or star rating over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, it really does help other people discover the show. You can find more about us at our Linktree accounts. Harry's is linktr.ee slash hcparks, and you'll find me at slash Dave Kahlo. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week. Now, go get some work done. Bye. Bye.